only plan to be me or me I got no end of my head to make a stand on free I'm a critical thinker I'm a hell of a smoke And I'm bitter but you're dead I see you with your poems and your prayers But make me see me I got the world in my hands I make a spin on my finger yeah. I'm a critical thinker yeah. I'm a hell of a smoker And I'm bitter for drink I know your name yeah. Your name is on the board That don't buy the bullshit. I woke up this morning, dick rock hard. Ash my blood in my Grammy Award. You can save your bullshit on your memory card. If this real nigga business, then you niggas unemployed. Jumped on the celly, called Machiavelli. He said he was gravy. I said I was jelly. Looked in the mirror, said you's an ill nigga. Then I ran to the money like Trackfield nigga. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 68 of Casting the Spotlight. It is a brand new year, and we are, we are uh, starting this one off pretty hot here. <laughs> um, Goddamn, I mean, we Literally. had a productive... Very productive, worthwhile 2022. Yeah. And we got to make sure we follow that up strong here and and get it rolling. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Finished out the uh, the saga. I mean, brought Kyle in for the third time. Damn near reset the record again. (laughs) So it's, I I mean, the progress speaks for itself. I think think everybody that's listening and still tuning in is... Has appreciated the consistency and, you know, and we always enjoy doing them. Yeah. Yeah, we're just starting out. It's kind of crazy. You said we're starting off hot, but we really, I said literally, because it's January 10th and it was like 60 degrees today. So, yeah. what the fuck's going on with that? Yeah. I don't know, but it's not January, but that's 2023 for you. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> no. Missouri's unpredictable weather for you as well. Um but man, yeah, it's uh, a lot of things going on. I mean, a brand new year, a lot of uh, big films, shows, things being released. Um, I mean, the NFL playoffs are underway here pretty quickly, which I'm sure best we'll, part of January. We'll get into. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Um, then you get the Super Bowl in early Feb, as always. But man, how is this whole thing gonna go? You know. You know, it's it, been a wild-ass NFL season. It really didn't change up the playoff schedule that much, though. Like, I kind of thought that it would start. I mean, it might it might be starting a tad bit later this year, but with it being 18 weeks instead of 17, I thought it might shift the playoffs to, like, mid-January. I thought everything might get moved. It Last year, there was 18 games. Though. Was there 18 weeks yeah. last year? That was the first year? 18 weeks, yeah, yeah. 17 games. <clears throat> Yeah, that's, I'm still adjusting to that. It did make it, I think, a little later. But they should honestly, they should just scrap the uh, the Pro Bowl. You know. Yeah, but it kind of gives that extra, like you want the the two weeks between the conference championships and the you Super can, Bowl because yeah. it hypes it a little more. Well, then just cancel it and just give an extra week. <laughs> just Nobody still have that. them go to the Pro Bowl. Well, they don't really do the Pro Bowl anymore because the, the guys getting hurt. They're doing like skills challenges now, which is way cooler. Yeah. 
It's like it's there's different things they have to do. Certain you know? games. Yeah. Uh, Which yeah. is pretty neat. So like quarterbacks throwing like target practice stuff and whatnot. Which honestly I thought was the coolest part of the Pro Bowl. Like you said, like it wasn't played for anything, and it was after the season was done. So you were just like, I mean, the guys aren't even really out here giving that much of a shit because they're like wanting to recoup for next season. Or a lot, some of the guys were like just got knocked out of the playoffs or they were in the Super Bowl, so those guys didn't play anyways. It was just like, what is the point of this? No, it's not even done. Well, like baseball used to actually be for home field advantage in the World Series. Yeah, that was the only sport. I feel like where the All-Star game was a, a big deal. And now it doesn't anymore anyway. No. I think I think they go... Yeah, the All-Star game doesn't mean shit. I was going to say, I think they go with uh, the team, or the, whichever league, the American League or the National League has a better record, whichever, whichever the better record comes from, that's the team, or that's the side that gets home field advantage. In the World Series, like that's the uh, yeah. that's the league that gets it at least. I mean that makes sense. You yeah. kind of get fucked over if you won a hundred and eight games and then you don't get home field advantage in the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> but even what if that team gets knocked out in the first round? You know what I mean? Odds of that are not great, but like if it happens, I mean it would just go to whoever it, yeah. had the better record, you know. But it is like it does kind of feel, but it that like was always cool growing up because it made the All Star Game feel like it was something, in the MLB. It was like oh shit, like until you saw the National League was down seven runs to nothing in like the fourth inning, over and over and over, <laughs> every year. Yeah, we had that three. It's like how oh, there's some good damn players there out is. there. What's happening? There's like it typically it seems like there's better. Pitching on the NL side and then better hitting on the AL side. Like, well, apparently not because the hitters are fucking getting some runs off those pitchers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it though. It's the most stacked lineup, and you got to face them back to back to back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's you don't get anything like that. You get you know you have to contend with all these stars and these you know big players. That'd be some shit. Yeah. It would not be fun to be the All Star Game pitcher. No. You're at a major disadvantage. Getting picked for it is pretty cool, though. Yeah. But I'd be like, look, if I go out here and give up fucking eight runs, everybody better forget about this shit. Yeah. I was contending against nine of the best out there against the one me. That's why they usually <laughs> only get, like, uh, maybe a couple of innings <laughs> each or whatever, and then they bring in other, you know, relievers or starters for a few innings or, yeah, you know. Um, you don't want to, like, injure them or anything like that, too. That was, like, the way that they tried to make the Pro Bowl fun was, like, I mean, obviously they switched out guys, like, every drive, so it was, like, different players out there and shit, but, like, they also would have, like, stipulation prizes a few years, like, oh, if the... If this offense can get this many yards, all the offense will win this brand new truck or whatever. It's like, these guys are making millions of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they can get that fucking truck. <laughs> if they want it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's that's some game show contested prizes, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work when you're a fucking professional athlete. So like, if anything, be like, we'll donate to the charity of their choosing. Like, that would probably be a little more of something because that's usually what happens when celebrities go on, like, game shows and shit anyways. So why not do it for that? Because then they'd be like, oh, I'm playing for Make-A-Wish. I'm winning this shit for the cancer kids. Fuck y'all. I'm fucking going to take it home. Show him a picture of some shit. Be like, see this? A little Jude. A little bald-headed Jude here. <laughs> he fucking needs you to From win From St. Jude's, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, shall we... Uh, I guess it's been since episode number 66 when we executed the order. Uh, the last Good, the Bad, and the Shits edition of the year, huh? Yeah. We haven't had one in quite a while, so... <clears throat> First of the year, for sure. I guess we should start them off hot. We can do that. And you got one? Yeah, I got something here. Um, we're uh, let's actually let's uh, let's actually throw it back before we get into the football. Let's just throw it back to good old professional wrestling for a minute. More specifically, WrestleMania as we begin the road to WrestleMania here soon with all the uh, the lead up to the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble through WrestleMania, you know. So, obviously, eventually Mania ended up being a long-ass one, you know, one show, seven hours, however long, a lot to sit through. But, in recent years, they split them apart into two nights. Do you think, what do you think of the two-night WrestleManias? Overrated, <sighs> underrated, or fair? In my opinion, just like a lot of things, just like almost anything, I mean, there, you know, there's, there are pros and cons and whatnot. I think to some degree it pulls out the the excitement from being one mega show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe while I'm not saying I'm not no disrespect to the cards and everybody that's performing obviously, but it's like at the same time doesn't it dampen you know, the card per se that you're that there's going to be less talent like on, you know, each show and whatnot. I mean, I guess if all the same people are there, or like a lot of them, then they're seeing both manias, but I don't even know how it works. I mean, it's mania, so the theory should be anyways that all the all the people on the card and all the matches are going to be mania-level matches. You, you know? would think, and then so often are like these title belt matches. Like It was so important to create all these titles, but yet only half of them get defended on mania. It's like every belt should be defended every mania. Some of the titles are just goofy. Like, there's joke titles now. It's like... Yeah. Man. It's a belt. Yeah. What's the point of all this shit? I mean, I feel like they've done better in recent years with at least defending the mid-card titles on things. Because there for a while, it seemed like like the U.S. and Intercontinental title never got defended. And like the mo- like mid-2010s, it seemed like guys would just hold on to that shit for like <laughs> seven months and defend it like three three or four times. Oh yeah, they didn't give a shit about the uh, the middle card for a like while. Like Santino Morella, dude, he held the U.S. title for like fucking eight months. Didn't Moxley or no, uh, whenever he was Ambrose, hold it for a long time, but he only defended it like a few times. Yeah, yeah, he held the U.S. title when they were like the Shield because Roman and Seth had the tag titles. Yeah, <clears throat> but I don't know the two night. It's like I thought when you had a stable, you could place any of the two members and. Make the, it for yeah. the slot. That used to be the thing. Well, yeah. the, it still works that way sometimes. Like, the New Day does that sometimes. Yeah. 
Like, I, I guess it depends on what they are, you know? And Big E's still fucked up from that, uh... Yeah, well, that was... Remember, we were watching that. He freaking was... Was he champ at the time, or he just lose the belt or some shit? Like, either way, he, he was it, hot at Wasn't the it, like, a belly-to-belly, and he... He went over the ropes. Oh, yeah. He went over the ropes and landed on his head. Shit looking brutal. Yeah. Um, where are you going with that? Just... I don't know, the two-night thing is, like, I grew up with it being one night, so, like, when they first introduced the two-night thing, I was not about it. No. So I was like, this is not WrestleMania. Like, it's never been like this. It does kind of extend the fun, you know? Make it, like, a, a weekend's worth of WrestleMania. Like, oh, shit, we got something to look forward to on Saturday and Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Plus, you don't feel, like, as in a rush. Like, Sunday, like, whenever it's just WrestleMania Sunday, you're like, fuck, man, it's 11 o'clock and the main event is not even on yet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta work tomorrow? <laughs> what the fuck, man? But, like... It, the Saturday night one, dude, it could run as late as it wants. Like, you don't, you're not worried a lot of times, you know. It's like, oh, it's the week, Sundays, too. Like, it, it help, kind of helps condense the shows to where it's not fucking, we're starting this at 4.30 and it's going to end <laughs> close to midnight, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's, especially since I feel like in recent years, too, Mania has just gotten long as hell compared to what it used to be. It used to be like three, three, three and a half, four hours. We were talking about this on an earlier podcast, uh, but I mean, as far as like celebrity involvement, you looked around at the. You know, I actually kind of did like I did like twenty twenty two's you know WrestleMania thirty eight, but there were so many celeb matches. Yeah, there were some really entertaining and fun ones, but there was there a were, lot of them. There were. So I mean, it, you know, is it once and again? And Logan Paul's led to him being in it for a minute. Yeah, well, and so. he had that world title match against Roman. Yeah. That's where he fucking got hurt, though. Like, <laughs> I was kind of crazy to see it. It's like, oh, now Logan Paul is hurt. It's like, and now he's in trouble again. Did you see that shit? No. Something where his, uh, what'd you call those things people were doing? NFTs? Mm-hmm. It's like he had, like, some crypto or NFT site or something like that that apparently, like, scammed or frauded people out of a bunch of fucking money or something like that. Logan Paul? Yeah. Or he was involved in this company or like one of the CEOs of this company that had that happen. I feel like those guys, man, like they, somehow though, it's like these the Pauls, like they'll fall on their face and they'll somehow like be right back in the fucking mix again. (laughs) Like, Logan Paul's had that happen before. And Jake Paul, you know, like, he's always... You hear most people hate on him compared to, like, have a positive comment about him. Yeah. But he's all over the place. (laughs) He was even at Crown Jewel with Logan. Yeah, Jake was. Yeah. Yeah. WWE, that's such a Vince move, too. That's hilarious that Vince wasn't the one that did that. Like, we got to bring these guys in. they got a lot of attention. So what the hell is going to happen with all this, man? He's trying to come back. Apparently, yeah. Or he is coming back. 
there's not like he's majority shareholder majority shareholder so people can't really tell him he can't come back yeah you know people probably feel a little bit uh weird about the whole situation you know but it's like if you're a wrestling fan, like, what are you going to do? You know, it's like, okay. This is how I felt when yeah. Deshaun Watson became the quarterback of the Browns. Like, I'm a yeah. Browns fan. I'm like, this guy, you know, I feel a little weird about this guy. But I, what am I going to do? Like, he's now he's fucking, he's going to be on the team. He's going to be the quarterback. So I'm going to just have be like, well, I guess we're going to have to fucking. Did he play the last several weeks? Yeah, he played the last, like, five games. Yeah. How did that go? I didn't even really pay attention to the Browns at all. They did. It was all right. I mean, they won a couple games, mm. but I was, was also some. There were some just poor offensive performances where they're just not like the defense is holding up on their end. The offense just can't fucking score. It's <laughs> like Nick Chubb is the only one doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, Kareem Hunt was good, and then he just plummeted. And, I mean, they got Amari Cooper, too. So, like, if Watson and Cooper can get sort of a connection going, that could be, like, a lethal duo, honestly. But, I don't know. That's... The Browns are always going to fucking Brown, man. They're always going to be the Browns. They're going to shit their pants. Something's going to happen. So They're going to fucking shoot themselves in the foot somehow. <laughs> Step on their own every dick. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of better words. There's teams that are like that, too. Like, somehow. Like, the Lions, even, too. And this year, the Lions had a great year. Still didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And they came down to that final week. Still didn't make it. Yeah, they were ahead of the Packers. Yeah. Like, in the instead of the running. They were in the standings. Them. Yeah, they, they were the last week. and they Yeah, they were one game above them in the final standings. They finished nine and eight, and the Packers finished eight and nine. Which that's a whole other story. Like what? The fucking Bucks finished eight and nine, didn't they? I think so. Or nine and eight, one of the two. That's rough, man. I'm pretty sure they lost to the Falcons. Good. Maybe they won't have any momentum coming in this game with the Cowboys, because I know no. sure as fuck the Cowboys don't have momentum. Oh, they're gonna kick the Cowboys' ass! <laughs> Hell no, that ain't gonna happen. You know what? CD Lamb. Fuck He's it. not gonna do Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. These guys clean? are gonna fucking did, run and throw all over the Bucks. Who defense. did they just get cleaned by? The Commanders. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't mean nothing. That was a fucking fluke of a Tom game. Tom knows. Everything went wrong. The Cowboys. Yeah, but that's what happens. Whenever it matters, it goes wrong Everything with the Cowboys. Everything went wrong. They fucking had a punt get blocked. Their fucking kick returner fucking fumbled Tom, the ball. He was, he's going to come ready with the Bucks. man. That's the only thing that worries me. I'm not worried about this Bucks team. They looked not good this year. No, they didn't They didn't look that good. As a unit, all there were some games they looked not good. Where they could put it together, but it was so inconsistent. But I'm worried about rough. playoff time. Like, you can never count... Playoff time, Brady. What if they can just find a way? Like uh, that's right. He's, he could. Field goals. He could be a one to find a way. Honestly, like that's what I mean. He, they're coming into the playoffs with one of the like worst records, but I'm not counting them out of the con- Super Bowl contenders just yet. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping and kind of thinking the Cowboys will beat them. That might just be a fan. I hope. fucking hope not. But. 
They're going to clean them. I could see the Bucks. All right, Tom's going to try like hell to not fucking go down this playoff season because what? who knows what his future holds, just yeah. like who knows what Rodgers' future holds. Like At this point, they just, they're just playing to fucking win it all, you know? Because they know, like, at, at this point in your career, especially Tom Brady, dude, nobody plays this long. At this point in your career, you know you're on borrowed time. It's a new precedent, like, every fucking year because he keeps playing. There's, it just, it won't last much longer. And I don't know for sure, but, like, if he makes a run for the Super Bowl this year, if they end up in it, win or lose, or even the conference championship, like... Dude might want to consider hanging it up. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. But it's like, man, it's not going to get better. <laughs> it won't. Like, you're, I feel like your best days are probably already played. You know? He might like he's might have some veteran, like, dog fights where he can fucking fight back into a game. But he's not going to have, like, the... Jesus Christ, Tom Brady is a football god season that he used to have. Ever He's, again. And even up until a few years ago, he still said, I still want that night, like 19 and 0 season or whatever. It's like, that would be hard as hell to do, man. Yeah, I don't they know. He started about off 2 and 0 this year. Didn't go so hot after that. Now, I'm, I, like, I like the Bucks. I want to see him go as far as they can. Green Bay got their ass fucking whoops, so they didn't even make the playoffs. They were close though. They were fighting like hell. They like because they're at the end of the season. It looked like they definitely weren't going to make it. Then they, you know, they won a few in a row to at least be in the spot to maybe make it. Yeah. They just couldn't come through on the Lions. The Lions have been. They finished the season so hot though. Like I feel like next year the Lions might be a contender of a team for sure if they can keep most of their unit, especially Jamal Williams. And St. Brown. Goff's even proved himself. Like, everybody was shitting on Goff. Like, oh, Goff's not the answer, blah, blah, blah. No wonder the Rams got rid of him. He outperformed the Rams by far. Dude, the Rams fell apart. They had a horrible season. Like, injuries (laughs) on top of injuries, but just piss poor gameplay. Where did the Rams fans go, you know? I don't see any of them out here anymore. No, they're not repping. <laughs> um, uh, before we get too deep into the football, uh, I mean, I'm sure we're going to anyway. Uh, but the two nights of WrestleMania. So yeah, I mean, it, it splits up the excitement a little bit. It kind of it makes it a little longer. Then again, it doesn't feel like that one. Like I don't think they're ever going to pack the stadium that that like full again because it is two nights and every time, even at AT and T Stadium the Dallas Cowboys, like, stadium and everything, they split it up into two nights, so you're not going to get 200,000-plus crowds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to more so get, I think, like, last year, whatever year they did it. Yeah, I guess it was last year, because Stone Cold was main event in Texas. Yeah. Um, but they drew, and it wasn't bad by any means. It was still, like, 77-ish thousand both nights. Uh, but it kind of is a little... You know what I mean? It's a little less than the mega event of, I guess, one night. But then again, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons. Like, 
that one night does drag on a long time. Too. And they like they gotta rush things and cut things out because they're trying to fit everything. Yeah. Usually, that's the biggest. I feel like they still, even if they they do the half show, like part of it the first night, the second night. By the time they get to the main, still, even with having two separate shows, it's still late because things yeah, go usually. over. Was that last year that? Ricky and Justin were both like, Jesus, man, like, checking their phones. They're like, I gotta get going. Was yeah. that what, uh, last May? Uh, maybe. Because a bunch of us watched it. Because um, that was one that... And yeah, it was another Brock fucking Roman. I swear to God. I'm done. Man. Done with it. I've been <laughs> done I was done this. before the first one happened. <laughs> I, like, I don't mind... Like, they're both cool. And it, sure, like them them having a match seems like a logical thing to happen. Yeah. But them to have fucking seven main events and three WrestleManias or whatever the fuck, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. They assassinated <laughs> it. They, the they, last time ever. Then they did another one. We need to push Brock, pal. They want to push Brock. Like, he wants to push Brock, Roman, Charlotte, and, like, Ronda. It's like, he doesn't give a fuck about it, you know. Like, normally somebody like Rollins has a pretty reserved spot, but it's just like, well, you're not going to be the main guy. But! He's he's one of the top guys. He gets on TV a lot, but, yeah, he's not in that. Oh, you're holding all the big belts and having the big matches. Yeah, Vince has always been that way, though. When he finds a guy or a girl that he's, like, riding with, it's like, this is the one that's going to fucking... He wants him to last a spot right for fucking a decade. It's like, Jesus, man. But then when you do that, there's so much major talent that comes and goes within that decade that you're like, well, you missed out on this one and this yeah. one. <laughs> to be champion and whatnot, to have a good run or to... To create, like, moments in the business, you know? There's a lot of, like... And that's not saying, you know, like, we've made the argument on here before, too, with, like, Cena. Like, he was right with his promo with Roman, too. Like, he tried to hand it off a couple times, but nobody could carry it the way he was carrying it. So it was just... It was going to fall back to him because he was doing it the best. Yeah, you know, and that's why I took. And not to mention, and I and I've talked to, to a few people about this recently. A lot of the stars that they tried to create in the like post Attitude Era guys, like the ruthless aggression into like the mid to late two thousands. A lot of the guys that they were trying to create, you know, Batista, who is still there, uh, and even Rock, like he still would have had a lot of you know great years and whatnot, but he it like his vision was fucking Hollywood was you know what I'm saying like yeah. come two thousand three or two thousand two two thousand three, and so I mean he wasn't there. Batista hung it up early like in two thousand ten wanted to leave. So some of the guys that they were kind of creating, as well as a lot of the Attitude Era guys, they were on their last legs, kind of all exited, you know around the same time and they didn't have the new crop of people to replace him with. I feel like the next class of people that really tried to fill that void were that ROH group in like the late 2000s and like early 2010s with, you know, Zane and Kevin and fucking Seth, you know, and Cesaro 
and like all those fucking Brian Danielson, like all those guys, and it's just like those were who were was at the forefront. And then as well as other names like whatever Moxley Dean was there and stuff, and he came yeah. from other places. But uh, it felt like there was some a real lack of star power for a while because all those Attitude Era guys were really, and then a lot of them went part time, even if they still were there. Kane Taker show, you know, uh, or some of those other guys. So it's just like, whenever you didn't have a whole section of people replace them the way they needed to, that was where the guys that were being worked needed to fill those voids. But then, like, you had Eddie, like, who became a main event player, and then, obviously, you know, he passed. Um, I guess Edge did eventually become a main eventer through that, so that was good. Yeah. <clears throat> but then yeah, even his time got cut short. He was uh, killing it. But yeah. yeah, then he had to hang it up. And so it was good, like they lost so many so That was many like talent. a good chunk of his glory days. He was just like... But those promos between Rock and, and Cena, if you even go back and, and watch, like it's interesting because like you can't take that away from Cena regardless. Like Nobody could outwork him. And he, regardless of... If, and I was, believe me, I like I respected him, but I was also just kind of like, really, I'm like... We've seen Cena versus everybody. I'm like, I'm he's in the main event every time, fucking winning, you know, against all these people. But like, nobody could keep up. Like, who is more capable of, you know, carrying the ball? And when he told Rock, like, you know, and he even, it, and it's not like Rock at the time was, you know, um, talking nonsense. Like he did have a lot of the attitude here on his back as well because I mean they had to beat WCW to stay the fuck alive. Like they had to get ratings up. You know what I mean? Him, yeah. Stone Cold, DX, Taker, it was on all of them to fucking you Perform. know to outperform yeah, and, and just keep elevating the game and everything. So I mean it wasn't like he didn't contribute. But Cena like pointed out that even at that time he was a longer active member of the roster than Rock was uh, or had been. And, uh, you know, in the Attitude Era, a lot of guys were over, and it was, like, a fun, a really fun period of time and stuff. But even Cena said, like, I've been here through, you know, the good times and some of the not-so-good times. Like, the you know, just some of the shit that he... Yeah. Like, we know that the creativity and the product suffered for sure there for a few years. And uh, really, in, <laughs> really from the late 2000s into, like, the early 2010s. Yeah, that's really... That was the era and where it kind of was. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say like oh nine ish through eleven ish. Yeah. Um. For the most part, I'm not saying every match, every show, every whatever, because clearly there was some good stuff. Sean's retirement with Taker was in there. Yeah. The uh, return that. I know you weren't a big fan of, but it still was kind of cool, like vintage retro thing to do, like when they returned with DX in that era too. Like oh, 09. It wasn't that I wasn't that. I just actually during I feel like the later as 09 got later and later, I, I just wasn't keeping up live as much. Yeah. I uh and eventually TNA did me dirty too with the whole thing and like Hogan and Bishop being brought in and shit and it got <laughs> wild, man. The TNA got ring, rough quick, it seemed it like. It just in in those around the same time like cuz we were still like doing the backyard, you know, we were into like a lot of the shit we were into. But, like, at that time, I was just like, man, TNA... Like, and TNA had been great for, like, five years that I was watching it. And then it was just like, what the hell is this? Like, this is some other... <laughs> and it should be cool oh, because like, of the names. everything changed. It, could, it should have been cool because of the names, but it became like, let's just make this exactly like everywhere else, brother. 
Yeah. It's just like, okay, that'd be great, but this place doesn't have that kind of budget, man. And now it's just like they spent so much money on all that, and it's they've come out the other end like they're it, the company isn't anything like what it used to be. No, um, it's kind of like an independent circuit of a company now. Like you can't, they're not on TV. You know, I thought they were. I can't. Are I, what are they on nowadays? I don't remember exactly. I was gonna say I thought they were only on like Fight or some. But shit. they don't have as many. They got a lot of their pay per views cut years ago too. Um, and I think maybe they still do the big ones, sometimes or they're. They had a pretty good roster there for a minute. Yeah, but just some of those eras were just disappointing, and like, you know, and and even Cena was right about that though, like about uh, you know, he was he stuck it out with him, and like either way, it's like somebody could fucking try to come up to take it, but nobody took it, nobody could. Yeah. But nobody could ever keep up, and like. You know, even myself, like, I never, like, had disrespect for him and, like, what he, you know, was doing, but I was just, I was just very much like, let's, like, let's just, let's see somebody else in the main of, you know, in the spotlight and shit, but it's just like, if nobody could fucking take it from him and, and hold on, then that's what it is, like, that's who, the guy that works the fucking hardest, like, you know. Yeah, I was always, like, a Cena fan. Well, I'm still a Cena fan. Like, just anything that he's doing, I'm like, fuck yeah, go John Cena. Did you watch it when he just came back? Uh, I haven't recently? No, I haven't watched wrestling in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear that he was coming back. Like, I... This would be a good time to tune back in. Like, WrestleMania season is the time. Yeah. To tune back in. But I wonder if he'll be at the show. You know, if he'll do Mania this year. I could see it. I hope. I don't think he has for since that Firefly Funhouse thing. Has he? Dude, he had a couple of just rough Mania years. That one oh, was the rough. the Taker one? And then the Taker one was rough. And then the tag team with Nikki Bella was rough. It was just so many years where it was like, dude, this is not a John Cena WrestleMania match. This is shit. Especially since that him and that Taker match could have been done when Taker had the streak for so many years that it could have been fucking awesome. And then they waited till it was an unannounced thing on the card. They're just like, oh, these guys are going to do this real quick. It's like, what? That was like not even a five-minute match. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been a good, like, crown jewel yet or not? I remember, remember that first one? <laughs> Was that the Braun Brock? It's gonna be DX! Oh yeah, that one was <laughs> DX and the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. There's fucking 50 year olds out there. It wasn't them in 97, it was them in a tag match in fucking 2018. At the end, nearly, of 2018. A bald ass Sean. Yeah. Fucking was just dreadful. <laughs> Dude, and like Kane's mask came off. No, that was what it was. That match with Braun and and I was just like, oh, another Braun and, and Brock match. I was like, how is this? I think it was their match at No Mercy when Cena worked Roman when he put over Roman. Yeah, which was cool, and that should have been the main event because that was way better fucking led to than that Braun uh, Brock match. I'll never forget. I'm pretty sure it was that match. It went on, like, last or... Yeah. <laughs> and 
you know, so, like, I'm pretty sure Braun, like, kicked his ass the whole time, and Brock gave him, like, one F5 to turn around. It was over. Yeah. Seems about right. Bro, he gave, like, four of them to Roman, and then Seth came out, and the match still wasn't over. Yeah. Yeah, him and Roman, that those would get ridiculous. He gives him, like, eight F5s in a match. Shit. <laughs> it's not it's that like his only move. Yeah. That and the German... Oh my god! So do you have, do you have a, an analysis of two WrestleManias? I'll say it's it's overall fair because it's like it's it's fair in the aspect too that it's understandable. Like if you're gonna pack, I don't think it would have happened so much. You know, I don't think they. It, maybe it eventually would have, but I don't think I don't know if it would have happened when it, especially when it did if the pandemic hadn't happened. Yeah, because yeah, that probably added to it, to it. but. I mean, yeah, it's it also, like I said, it kind of helps extend the weekend WrestleMania fun. Like, you got two nights to look forward to. After the first night's done, you've, like, seen some dope matches, and you're like, damn, we got another one of these tomorrow. And there's yeah. a lot more to look forward to. But it's just, like, growing up with that classic, like, oh, it's WrestleMania Sunday. This is going to be a fucking all-day extravaganza. Yeah, you know? that was cool. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's fair that they do it. And I feel like they... Did it decently gracefully. Like, people were kind of, like, maybe a little grumbly about it at first, but now it's just, like, normal, you know? There's not people like, well, fuck that! If it's two nights, I ain't tuning it! <laughs> you know? Because, <clears throat> I mean, the bigger one to complain about would be if they used to hold it on a Saturday, and then they're like, we're going to hold it on Saturday and Sunday now. Then people would be like, well, that's fucking bullshit! <laughs> but... Show. <laughs> yeah, as a wrestling fan, that doesn't bother you. No. You know, to sit there and watch it all, like, wrestling all day. But with it being, like, such a big thing that other people tune into it, you know, people aren't going to want to sit there and fucking watch eight hours of wrestling if they're not a wrestling fan. They're like, I'm not spending a whole fucking Sunday doing this. But that's what WrestleMania is about. It's like... Bringing all the wrestling fans together for like a yeah. one night fucking holiday, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like I noticed that too. Because whereas you have the one and two night thing, you give the option. Oh well, I might do one. Yeah. You know, there's not like an urgency because. Or if like they're tuning in for a certain celebrity, like if they're a big fan of whoever, they just want to see this person. Or oh my god, The Rock's coming back. Or. You know, I want to see Brock Lesnar, like, they're just going to nitpick, like, oh, well, what night are they going to be on, you know? Yeah. So you do, you do create that option, I guess, but I don't know, I guess it really just depends on what you want to see. A lot of people watch both, but I think they try to make night two stronger, usually. It's usually the, like, big, big main event. Yeah. Yeah, the last one night was, what, 35 when they had the triple threat women's match for both the belts? Yeah. And the Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston match, and the uh, Batista Triple H. Yeah. And they also, like, led off with the world title win. Was that the one where Seth, like, gave Brock a, a curb stomp at the beginning, uh, like, the oh, fucking yeah, beginning yeah. of the show and beat him for it? Yeah. That was wild because nobody was beating Brock like that. Not Except yet. Goldberg. 
Goldberg had to, man. That guy, he's not fucking human. He's a superhero. So it makes sense. If anybody can beat Brock like that, it would be a superhero. Goldberg. It's yes. gonna be me! <laughs> you know, like, Vince was like, it's I'd be like, the only way you could have won in WrestleMania was with some existential help or just whatever. He's like, so it's going to be me and my son Shane versus you <laughs> and God. <laughs> it's like, Vince, you're going to get fucking punished for this shit. Wasn't that backlash like <laughs> yeah. 06? He had him beat them too. <laughs> Yeah. Him and Shane beat Sean and God. Well, the Vince has always kind of like had that in-ring character being like the devil of a businessman. <laughs> like he even had, I had that poster of him for a little while where it was just like him in a business suit and he's like looking all evil as fuck and he's like got the finger horns up on his head. Yeah. It's like always kind of been his thing. He's... He's pretty great, though. Some of the promos like, there some were of just... the, some of His, like, Mr. McMahon character is just great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he might be a piece of garbage. I don't know. He's fucking ran WWE. Like, he's ran that business forever. You can't hold that. Like, well, the McMahon on-screen character was, was hilarious. Oh, yeah. It was tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? My... First one here. Yeah. What? So, like, all the movies coming out this year, like... And it's been this year way for many a years. And it's not every movie. Obviously, there's a lot of, like, different kinds of stories. But, you know, we talk about, like, sequels and everything's getting a sequel and all this stuff. And what do you think about, like, reboots? Like, just in general... There's a lot of different reboots. Or, or, like, even video games are getting, like, you know, movies that they used to have in, like, the early 90s and late 80s and shit. They're rebooting now. And, like, it's a big thing in horror. Like, oh, we'll just fucking... It's been 25 years since we did this. Let's just reboot it. It's not like a sequel, but it's just, like, we're going to start from scratch, honor the same storyline... But make our own spin on the shit. And I feel like that's a major thing that's going on lately, too. Yeah. Starting from scratch. Yeah. Wiping. I mean, the past few years, though, they've been doing a lot of, like, wacky shit. It almost does feel like they're sort of running out of ideas for movies. And it's not like I'm against some of the things they're coming out with. Like, because I'm still interested in seeing some of these movies. But it's like, they are releasing a lot of movies now, like Mario, Mortal Kombat, Barbie... Shit like that, where it's, like, just based solely on, like, video games and toys and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I, it, it doesn't, those don't really, uh, mind me as much as, is every single thing needing a reboot or a remake, you know, saying stuff like that. Like, um... eventually maybe it is necessary if it's never been done before and you're like well this is a fresh take like that was some old shit that was made the 60s maybe we'll make a new one or the 80s or whatever yeah um at the same time 
you got to create fresh concepts and ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the roles that people are going to win awards for. Those are the roles that are like career defining films. And like other than some of the selective filmmakers like that still exist out there, uh, Martin Scorsese, fucking James Cameron. Yeah, Spielberg or like uh, Quentin Tarantino and like some of these people making like their unique individual films. Jordan Peele. Like a lot of, honestly you see that a lot in like horror recently. Like Ari Aster and Jordan Peele and those guys are doing it too, you know. But it is few and far between because big studios don't see the money in that. Well, because here's the thing. You brand... Star Wars or Marvel, like, is this big fucking giant thing, and like, it's been proven to make money. And if you, and you attach, can just create a whole universe. And if you attach it. exactly, if you attach a story or like, you know, different characters to those already established brands, it, the likelihood that it does better box office grosses or streams or downloads or purchases, you know, or whatever, um, is way more likely. I feel like whenever whenever it's got, like, a branded name because it's just, like, you got a kid that's into Star Wars and whether these parents or whoever know anything about it, they're like, oh, it's the new one. Like, I guess we'll go and shit. And it's familiarity. And, like, we talk about that, too. Like, how people like... People, sometimes they don't act like it because they they like unpredictability or they, you know, and spontaneity. And I get that, too, you know. I'm I'm like that with a lot of different things and uh, prefer things, like, to be that way. But sometimes... To have structure in your life, like, you have to have, you know, in a lot of ways, routine, stuff like that. And, like, whenever we get ourselves into those things, you know, it kind of always feeds the the dopamine of the next thing. You're like, oh, because if you're excited about Star Wars, oh, fuck, like, you're going to be excited for the next thing and the next thing. It's just like, you're... Yeah. But they're just... Does there come a point where it's so much oversaturation and even the things that you love... That it's too much for you. Starts getting, or it just starts getting to be overkill. Yeah, where you're just like, man, because does the urgency? You're coming out with a new series every three months. Is is the urgency not lessened by the fact that there's so much? Yeah, there's just not as much you to keep. You start to get used to the fact that there's going to be new ones coming out, or oh, they're going to release TV shows, or they're going to. Reboot this. They're gonna. This is gonna get a sequel and all this stuff that like, it kind of kills the excitement a little bit because you don't have to really wait. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan or a Marvel fan or something like that. There's always something new yeah. in that universe to watch. So it's like, and they wanted to do that to please everybody, but and that was part of the whole inception of Disney Plus and like HBO Max. But the yeah. thing is. Once everybody started doing that, everybody started doing that. So, like, everything multiplied and then multiplied by the multipliers. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, like, all these fucking things. Yeah. Like, the show, all the more shows that they produced that were successful, oh, let's branch off of that. And it creates more shit. And so it's like, if you're trying to watch more than, you know, you could keep yourself busy all day long on one of the streaming services and, and not, you know, you're like, I still got all this other shit I'm trying to watch. It's, you know, so, like, you really do have to pick your points of where your attention's divided, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's hard to consume it all because you got to do life, man. You got to fucking work and make the money and, and do everything else. And, like, 
So it's hard, and some of the days I find myself, I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this, but then you get occupied. You're trying to reply to people. You're trying to do this. You're trying to run then errands. Yeah, 9 and o'clock. So you're, like, you're like, fuck. So like you don't even feel full, or at least I don't sometimes. Like, you know, I guess I'm off tomorrow, but I'm just like, uh, you feel there's just like always like sort of a rush or whatever. But So it's just like whenever you're at, your attention can't be allocated like you need something that really pops out or that is getting good reception to fucking tune in you know what i mean yeah or yeah i mean even if you're like a star wars guy or like we are or whatever you know and something new comes out or like with marvel too like something new comes out then before you know it like you're like oh i'll get to that then you forget or you just don't get around to it yet then something else new comes out then something else and you're like by the time you fall a few things behind, then you're just already like, fuck it. Like, I'm never going to catch yep. up to this because they keep releasing new shit, and I'm not caught up with the past four things. So it's just First like, world problems, complaining about all the new <laughs> shit of shit that we like that they keep coming out with. <laughs> but I mean, it is uh, it is just like an overkill. It is. It of, is. In, of content. And that's, and that's kind of my point. It's not like, I'm like, oh my god. It's like, you don't need to do all this within a matter of a few years. Like, you could give us this... A little bit at a time and extend yeah. the excitement for fucking a decade. They have you know? to make them all the better, though, too, because it's just like they're busting some of the stuff out and, like... They're giving us some big moments and shit, too. Like, within, like, shows and oh, whatnot yeah. that they're releasing where it's like... You're kind of... I mean, I realize, like, too, with Star Wars and whatnot, like, you, there's so much different universe and lore to explore with it, but it's like... You're already taking away some really big moments that you could do and give the fans like on film or on shows just entertainment wise you're like giving us those moments back to back to back to back instead of you know from a business standpoint it almost just seems like like what is your fucking 10 year plan here yeah like how do you plan to carry this torch of excitement for this long you know They're trying to run little sprints to to make a marathon instead of running the marathon. You know what I mean? They're like, right, how can we get to to pick up the baton and get us to the next relay race? It's just like, okay. And it's just like, because everything is based on, it's what we talked about before, like the flavor of the week fucking thing. Oh, shit, what's the next thing? Right, and everybody's talking about Dahmer. Oh, fuck. But then it's like once Dahmer is, is kind of out of that limelight for like those few weeks or that, yeah. you know, what's the next thing? Because it's like people. Netflix is smart about that, though, People, too. They, and they, they do it really good. Something. And they had a leg up on damn near everyone because they I were always. I know people say they're struggling or oh, all these other streaming services are giving them a Netflix lot of keeps raising their shit. And it's like, dude. Yeah, so that's. Their price is the, is the most absurd. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, yeah. But they're, they, they, do, they do a good job of, like, finding new things all the time to kind of, like, and they do things really well. Like, Netflix studio productions are done tremendously, yeah. usually. And I really like that Netflix doesn't toe the line with anybody. For the most part, they'll, like, put your, if some of the comedians even that have said, you know, specific shit or like that people attack that Netflix is like we don't give a fuck like we're putting it up like as is you yeah. know and so like a lot of people like working with them because they'll it's you know it's it's an exclusive it's like what are you bitching for it's like it's an exclusive fucking company like 
that's signing the rights to this. This is why we didn't release this shit through the theater, because you guys were all going <laughs> to bitch about it. Which is sad, really, because you want the, you know, funny movies, action movies, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, all, you want to see all yeah, kinds of movies in theaters, movies, not just, everything. not just what's socially acceptable and abides by all these fucking standards we've set for some reason upon our, our art. Well, that's the thing is like, our art. And I will, like, I'm pretty dang progressive with a lot of my views, obviously, you know, we feel, we both feel pretty similarly about a lot, obviously, like, humans' rights and shit. Mm -hmm. I feel like most sane people agree on a lot of that, but it's, you don't really see the woke like the overkill of shit in anything as bad as you see it in entertainment you know what i mean that like no workplace is like that the way it is with the entertainment and you know what's crazy is isn't that (coughs) correct me if i'm wrong in in listeners too or whatever but what bothers me about that in entertainment in art and i mean we'll we'll put We'll put music, movies, show, you know, all of it under the guise of, of that. Um, is that, isn't that, aren't those all the mediums that, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be allowed to be progressive or conservative about the way you make your shit either, because to be honest, everything includes kind of a balance of both in a way, yeah. and but isn't that the place, no matter what happens, no matter fucking what side of anything you fall upon, if you're making something, aren't those the mediums to which you should be able to express whatever you want? Like, through, I mean, obviously there are some things that if you're ignorant for being ignorant's sake, you're going to be, yeah, it's probably going to be shit on or whatever. But if you're just, if you're creating something, like this is what you fucking formulated, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it's, whether it is art or music or just something in, in some part of it might be offensive to someone. It's like, dude, it's like, okay, well, that wasn't my intention. Like, this is my intention to make something. Like, it wasn't trying to... It's know, like, I mean, and I don't think most people mean harm with it either. And it's just like, this is this is where this expression should be allowed to exist. Yeah, that's the medium because of self-expression is the it's, literally entertainment. It's, a, it's, a, it's let people be in their fucking fantasy world, man. It's like, it's escapism to... You know, people are like, oh, man, dude, fuck it. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but people are like, oh, doing drugs and smoking and drinking and blah, 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 escapism and this and that. It's like, but what do you think it is whenever you're, whenever you really fucking get into music or like a song or like a show, you're, you're escaping out of the The reality you're currently in. Yeah. The, the regular fucking, you know, the, you know, yeah, the reality you're in and you know, it's all to an extent. I'm not saying, like, there clearly are better forms probably to escape, you know, from life and others, but it's just, it comes with the same price as in you're, you know, you're not necessarily in the present moment, you're fixated on something, but, like, these are some of the things that fucking, you know, save people's lives, help them have a drive for something, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, they're dream drivers for some people you yeah. know they're like oh, i yeah. just want to get my thing made or i want to do this like and that's the thing about art too and entertainment and stuff is people used to i feel like more openly accept the fact that like not everything is going to be for everyone no that's just and that's, how it's going to be that's the beauty of this man you can, <laughs> you can pick and choose whatever you want like and 
you know, taken in. It's like it's now there's more choices than ever. There's also more, you know, stuff that's likely to be almost clearly cut uh, for you because yeah. there's so much. So, like, you can really figure out, like, what the shit is, like, that's, that's more geared towards you. You know what I mean? Uh, to consume, like, content-wise. Because there's so fucking much of it. And, like, there's a lot of, you know, people would rather focus on instead of finding their own things, their own niche things within the entertainment, because there is so much, they just focus in on the one thing that they don't like about the one show that the woke culture's talking about. And they're like, I want to make sure that people know that I think this way, too. It's like, man. They're they're all I do get some of it, too. Like, obviously, cultural representation. If you write a fucking Spanish character, if you write a Native American character in your show... Yeah, try to cast a Spanish girl or a fucking Native American dude for the role. You know what I mean? But it's like, some of the shit is like, dude. Well, now it's it's a problem. Like, they're, like, anybody that has too many, like, they're like, oh, there's too many white people in this. It's like, okay, like, what like what if it's, I don't know, a period piece or, like, some sort of movie that, you know what I'm saying, it makes, like, more sense. It's like, what if that's not at all the fucking... What if that's just the rep- representation of where they're at, or like what the thing like? It's automatic. Well, there's a lot of groups of friends Aut- that are just like that's what I'm saying. Too, automatically, you know? but that is the <laughs> card that's played. It's like that's crazy. And what's crazy is it's not other. A lot of times, it's not other races of people or other people that are doing it. It's other white people. Like there's too many white people. The- Shut the yeah. fuck up. You're white. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those people that I've seen fucking complaining about shit like this. And that's like, I kind of wanted to point it out some of the times too. I do get like, they're saying, well, you know, we need to have everybody represent, but not every film calls for that. Is, I've seen, here's like, the thing. like, look at, look at Boys in the Hood. And I'm not Fantastic film. But it's all black. I'm not saying you don't that hear anybody say well, why is it only black people? But is it, because that's where it takes place. But is it also, <laughs> and this isn't out of ignorance, nothing, but be logical. Is it believable for exactly one person out of this friend group all to be uniquely different and for all the, for all the groups to be represented within yeah. the six people? No, it isn't. Yeah. It's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not. So, like... You got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. We got I'm not saying and Jerome and Carlos <laughs> and Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I wonder who's who in that equation. <laughs> um, uh, see, nobody knows what I mean, so they can't, yeah, they can't pick at that. Um, but, like, <laughs> you like Jerome. <laughs> but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to be in, like, why do you give a shit if you care that much? Create your own shit. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And then you can cast whoever the fuck you want to. That's what I mean. Like, like I was saying, like, yeah, dude, Boys in the Hood, believable story. It's all black people. It takes place in the hood. It's about these struggling kids trying to fight their way out, all this stuff. <laughs> Nobody talks about that because the story makes sense of who's casted in it. Same with, like, you look at Friends. Nobody questions that's all white Friends. No. Because that it just 70s makes sense. Show. 
Well, no, Fez, yeah, as you say, Fez. Yeah, Fez. Anyway. yeah it's true. But Fez is kind of treated like the token foreign kid, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> while we're on this, I'm going to bring something up. I was going to say, we were debating on bringing it up one of the episodes with a guest, and I want to say it was Dom, of all people. But it just reminded me of that, of that fucking commercial. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. I only saw this commercial like fucking once, and I don't know who's listening. So obviously, I, I saw it. And I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna, year. I'm gonna be mindful about it, obviously. But, but like, this isn't anything ignorant either. This is the truth. Like, they're like <laughs> the, the new iPhone or the new whatever. No, the fuck. Yeah, I think it was like they're a like, Windows phone, I think. Or the Windows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't quote me because I, I might be wrong. Um, but yeah. It was, <laughs> It's like the new Windows phone. It's like, it's got this black light or backlight or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) It's got this backlight. No, no, no. This is what it's like. Okay, so. (laughs) Let them know, like, what this is saying. Basically, like it was saying, if you're, like, darker skin tone, if you're black or if you're light, you know, how, how, whatever. If you, if you have a darker it's, tone, you're going to appear that better. take a good picture of you for the first time <laughs> in history. For the first time. Now, listen, this fucking phone came out. In like 2022. It's like, bitch, I've seen a good photo of Harriet Tubman. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck are you talking like, about? But to insinuate that this is the first time that a black person has been able to have a good picture taken of them is fucking crazy. On this phone that just got released. Like, sometimes it does seem like with, like, you know, the overly cringy, like... I'm an ally, white people, that it is, like, it. they almost come off being Dude, more racist this, than yeah. if they would have just left it alone. They're, it's like revert, <laughs> it's like backwards racist. You're like, you're like, oh, tiptoeing back, I gotta overcompensate, let me, let me tiptoe. Yeah. And, uh, well, like, just like that commercial, it's like, listen, you might have appeared like a shadowy silhouette in all these other is- phones, but with ours, you'll look beautiful. With, yeah, it's with, like, that's racist as fuck. With this phone. <laughs> with this phone, you're going to look good. Who greenlit this commercial? What I don't understand. It's like, why would you put it on? You put it on this late. All these phones have already come out, man. Yeah. It's like, like yeah, I, dude. Like, you're telling me... No black family in the 90s had a fucking disposable Kodak and was getting any good photos at the beach. They were! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was already happening. Do you, like... It doesn't even make sense. I've seen Ray Charles photograph very well. Do you, well. Do you remember the fucking... The, the way it opened, too? It was just like, for the first time, you're gonna have good... Fo- you know, like, these photos I guess they meant that your- it was gonna look like... Everything was going to be detailed and clear, but even that wouldn't Dude, be true, bro. The the background, like the choir, whoever in that thing, they, it opened up like fucking somebody just, or like Jesus was coming back or something. They're like, oh, and it's like, <laughs> this is this is the phone that's going to take a good picture of you. <laughs> Come on. I, I just thought it was the most asinine, like... Empty, acting like you give a fuck, commercial, 
that's trying to virtue signal for virtue signaling's sake. Which is what a lot of people do socially, on social media. Socially tone deaf commercial. Yeah, well, yeah. It was. <laughs> it's like, just like... And it's like, well, and it's really not even, I was going to say, it isn't even really, I guess, virtue signaling. I mean, to an extent it is because you know the kind of ridiculous assholes that fucking put that commercial on there. The, <laughs> especially the over, overcompensators uh, of people that are like, oh, man, we need, it's like. It's like the overly white CEO that's like, we got to fucking sell these phones. It's they like can't that, racist. that is like, come on. Uh, but I mean, by the same token. Don't get me wrong, I had a great laugh at that commercial because I just thought it was asinine. You're going to tell Almost him, as good as the what about my ball sack laugh, huh? That was that was the funniest <laughs> commercial I've ever seen in my life. That one got, it was only around for a small minute, too. Yeah. But I remember that coming on and died. Oh, yeah. That was at the perfect time. I was like 14. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is fucking epic. Oh, yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, So you said... Uh, just rebooting oh, uh, old films. I think every now and then it's it's uh, it's makes sense to do, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's abused, so I'm gonna go with at least slightly overrated, probably. Yeah, modernly it is a little abused. Um, like to cap that. There's, there's like, I feel like movie franchises, especially in the high budget, like, and I'm going to like shit on it for a second, but I actually do like these movies and like, just like the Indiana Jones, like I'm going to try to rewatch all the Indiana Jones before the new one. I'm trying to get through like all the Transformers before the new one. I just watched the first one, but like, that was a series where like Shia got in trouble throughout it. Megan and Michael Bay had their fucking Mm -hmm. spat. And she left, Shia left, they had to recast Mark Wahlberg in there and another girl, like, they, like, lost some shit along the way, but, like, they were just kind of like, oh, you know, we're just gonna keep it going, and that was, that, oh, in another way, almost felt like a reboot. This one especially feels like a reboot, because yeah. I don't even know if Bay's doing it, but it's still gonna be, like, you know, in the franchise and shit. That's, like, a totally different thing, and that also annoys me, though. It's like, dude, you're not a TV show. That pissed me off when they did that shit in, like, Full House and that 70s show. They just replaced Lori one season and came in with a new Lori, and they're like, this is Lori. Yeah. They're like, no, it's not. But to do that in, like, a big-budget Hollywood franchise is insane. Be like, this is the new guy now. We're just going to run with this crew now. Forget that we spent the last two movies with these characters. We're on these characters now. But it's the same franchise, you yeah. know? I mean, <clears throat> and unfortunately, a lot of the time... The idea behind the brand is like, oh, that it's going to make the money back. But it's like, okay, but who are you bringing back? Like, are you bringing back yeah. all the same characters? Because if it's if it's half-assed what it was, then like that's what brought us to the dance in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, to, you know, for me, it pulls me out of it sometimes. You just have the name that. on it and nothing really feels the same. It's like, yeah. Like this wasn't really a movie about that at all. It it's like <laughs> it's like for the most part replacing you know a band with the lead singer, but the lead singer replacement sounds nothing like the old one. Yeah, it's like well this isn't the same band, man. So when you get like a writer and director involved that are like or producer that are like, oh we want to do this franchise because it makes a lot of money or something, but then they don't fucking 
they're not caught up on the lore like the fans of the shit are with the lore, and then they release something, and the people are like, what the fuck, this character wouldn't act like this at all, or this is bullshit, you know what I mean? I I do think Favreau and Filoni, like, really did a good job tapping into, like, what people would want to see through Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, even, like, a lot of the parts of Kenobi, you know, some of the... Yeah, they've done well, you can tell that they like and care about the series, Yeah. Favreau's made some really good movies. Um, that being said, you want to go on break and return with our Good, the Bad, the Shit? We still have actually most of them left. Yeah, a couple each. So, alrighty. Well, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. I'm just trying to see Miss Ellie walk in a simple baddest on the block. I just want to see that booty talk. She gon' make me trick like Tony Hawk I just wanna see Miss Sally puck up She the perfect mistress like a buttercup I just wanna see Miss Sally cuddle up Be the biggest spoon next to that bubble butt Miss Sally Walker walking down the street Miss Sally Walker walking Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after that break And we are continuing with another lightning Badass round of the good, the bad, and the shits to lead off 2023. I don't know if it was much of a lightning round that first. Oh time man, it was it was it hour. was lightning slow, man. <laughs> <clears throat> High powered energy just over the course of time. It was about 19 topics per question, you know. It's usually how we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> per, yeah, per actual topic. Um, I guess I can continue us on here. Um, how about this? We will throw it back. You mentioned Indiana Jones. We'll throw it back to Indiana Jones, but specifically Harrison Ford's retape, you know, retaking up of the Indiana Jones character at this age, at 80 fucking years old, man. Uh, obviously his role, he's the only one that's ever played Indy to, I mean, there was young, you know, young kids in, what's his name, uh, River Phoenix or somebody that played him in like one of the, in the last crusade whenever they did the flashback and everything. Oh yeah. Um, I could be wrong, maybe it was another kid, but I thought it was him. But anyway, for the, by and large, he's what brought everything to the character and I think it should be his call, whether it's a rap, to be honest with that or not. Like, somebody else could always try to make one or whatever, but it's like, that character, they should just, you know what I mean? Like, just call it. Call it after this one. Close it out. But it's just like, he, like, I think it's pretty admirable that even at this age, like, he's still willing to get in there and do it. And I hope that he's in some decent action scenes and, like, it looks yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Um, There's not much more you can ask for than that. I mean, I'm so glad we're finally getting it. Like that had multiple production halt problems. Like he got hurt on set. I mean, he's an old man. Like you know, but he's yeah. mostly stayed in good shape all these years. And fucking Lord knows, like it shouldn't have taken him that long. 2008 to 2000, you know, 23 now. 2022, you know, and uh, it got shot and everything. But it's like that's another 14 years, you know. Like, they had a long time, and he was already 66 then. 
like when that shit was coming out. Yeah, I mean, you're running on short time. I mean, not even saying like lifespan wise, just saying like for that role specifically. I mean, Indy's like in a, you know, an expeditionist, like an adventurer, archaeologist, all these like crazy situations and always has to like get out of it. Like, you can't really play that role as an old, old man. Like, you still got to be a little bit limber. You know what I yeah. mean? This is so, going to be the last. And it sure. should be. Like, I don't think anybody else should play Indiana Jones. You know? No. They might make more Indiana Jones content. I could see that shit happening. It'll be a story about somebody else, and it'll be in that <laughs> universe. And yeah. That'll be Disney for sure. I could definitely see that. But I don't know. It can't go on any further after this, right? Like, not Indiana Jones story. I wouldn't imagine. This has to be the last one. Harrison Ford's not going to play him. Because it's going to yeah. take him way too freaking long to make it. I mean, even if they did it in five years, <laughs> I mean, this has got to be the last one. Yeah. There's no way. I think it should be. It, you know, it ends in like a fight. It's like an anthology. Um, all different adventures, you know, different places and shit. Yeah. Does he and die? No. No. <laughs> I don't think he should. I mean, no. you know he's going to, but... I don't think he, like, he has to within the story, you know? Yeah. He just ride off into the sunset? Yeah. Accomplishes one last thing, you know? I'm sure it's gonna be, at, like, a against all odds, you know, scenario where, like, oh, fuck! Like, you barely, you know, something holds <laughs> on. But, I mean, that's Indiana Jones, like, surviving it, man. Picking up the whip, man. Just one of the best scenes of all time, though, is... Is in Raiders whenever that dude and like the turban sort of thing. maybe not even the turban but the you know whatever the fuck he's got on yeah the black shit black robe <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna come off real good in this <laughs> um and like he's just like ha! he's like flipping around the sword and everything and he just like. <laughs> Does this, does one of the, you know, things, picks up the gun, just, like, blast him. It was just one of the best. Like, just no words, like, said. But it was just, just like, a dude, great scene. That does not intimidate me. Yeah. I got this. Just didn't even have to get anywhere close to him. Just, Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was perfect. Um, but Raiders is, like, one of those all-fucking-time classic movies, you know? And I really like... It holds. It stands the test of time, too. Yeah. Like, it still holds up as it's, a good movie. In parts of it, you know, it almost even solidifies itself as more of a masterpiece, like, as time goes on in some ways. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, man, it's... Uh, but I would say up to this point, that and Temple of Doom are my favorite ones. Yeah. Uh, out of the series. A lot of people, it's it's kind of interesting where you ask people, because people always kind of have a different answer, like, within the, you know, all of them. I mean, I don't know a whole lot of people that have said Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, number one. I think there was a time whenever I first saw him that I, like, wanted it to be or was pumped, just because it was the newest one. 
Yeah, as but, a kid, you definitely feel that way about a lot of the newest ones in yeah. the series. I thought it was awesome even then that he was coming back, though, after all those years and stuff. I was just like, that's fucking legit, you know? Yeah. Just as an older man and stuff, and then this one will be... Yeah, I think he I think he rides off. I hope so. I hope this ages well. I hope he doesn't die in this movie. I guess we'll know, you know, six months from now. More than that. Yeah, uh... Because it's like, the, I think it's near the end of July it comes out. Uh, maybe it's earlier than that, but I th- thought it was. It seems like a, yeah. it feels well, like a July see. movie. No, maybe it's May. Let's see here. I don't know, The Dial of Destiny. What does everybody think about that name, by the way? Yeah, I don't know about, like, it's not, I'm getting more used to it the yeah, more I see it. It isn't, it's just, it's just, it feels a little different than June 30th. It's not a bad release date, because then it can be watched all July and through the summer and shit. Yeah. And those movies are summer adventure kind of shit. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I am, too. I am, too. Yeah, that's one of the and I didn't more exciting releases. Did, There's a lot of cool releases. Did you see year. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in theaters? No, I remember talking about it and, like... Yeah. Asking my parents about it once, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do it." I'm pretty sure they were, they were. We were talking about going or some shit, because I remember like I had a friend, and him and his mom were going. I was like, "Come on!" Like, we just watched the rest of them. I had the other like I had that box set of them, and I was like, "I just saw all the other ones," and I didn't see that one in theaters. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have, but. It would have been a good memory. Like, I wish I could have said I did, you know? Those kind of things. I know. I I remember the previews and the trailers when it came out. It looked interesting. It just, like, I knew there was a bunch of other ones or a few other ones, and I had no idea specifically. Um, yeah, my family was decently into them whenever I was a kid. Like, I remember they showed me them when I was pretty young. Temple of Doom was fucked up whenever I was like a little yeah. kid. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Some of that shit is probably what turned me into a horror fan. Like, some of the fucked up shit that I saw whenever I was young. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Temple, it was pretty Just dark. exposed to shit. That <laughs> no, like, no, whatever. no. It's like, no, our shit, the plane yeah. crashed. <laughs> you were sent here. No, I was not sent here <laughs> from anyone you know. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Sibilinga told us you would come. <laughs> My plane, dude, I need help. And you bring back to us. Yeah, I never understood that either. It's like, what have you guys been doing? They just, they're all, they were all sticks, man. They, <laughs> they didn't want to go out there and fucking... You haven't tried to get your own fucking kids back. Yeah, it's like we you guys waited for somebody to fall out of the sky. Uh, man, like that was cool. It was kind of it was kind of funny. Like that that was Temple though. It was kind of the incidental adventure. Like it was supposed to be one thing. Like in the like story, like where they were trying to go or whatever. And then they ended up just on this flight where they you know just went awry, and then they had to yeah. take this whole other trip. But it was interesting, because they were way the hell out there, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, That's what makes those movies cool, though, is it's, yeah. like, kind of just out in the middle of wherever, and he's 
Oh, yeah. Gets in these seedy-ass situations down in these fucked-up, like, caves. And I think mines. I think Raiders has uh, probably the most, like, iconic imagery in it, you know, and, like, the photos and whatnot, just all the yeah. classic. Like, it's, there's so many cool ones, like, indie, like, against, like, whenever they're digging, trying to find the fucking, uh, the Well of Souls and everything. Yeah. And, uh... Him running the from, like, grip, the boulder yeah. and shit. That was yeah. Big oh, part. yeah. That was dope. Him shooting the guy, like you said. That mm-hmm. was, like, an iconic scene. There's a lot of parts. And then you almost forget after they, like, after he leaves, um, that there's a whole other part of the movie. Like, when they go to that island, they take, like, the ship over and everything. Mm. And fucking... It's been a while since I've watched uh, all the, the series in general, but... Yeah, like I'm excited said, to watch I, those, too. Yeah, that definitely one, too. I'm watching those, all those through all the Transformers through. Like, I feel like there's a lot of movies that I'm going to have to re-watch to watch the new shit. Shia was year. in, what, the first three Transformers? Yeah, I think... Two or three. I think three. Yeah. I don't think Megan this... Fox was in two. Yeah. I don't think I saw the, uh, the fifth one, maybe? Yeah. Or the, f- the last maybe the fourth or fifth one, I don't know, something like that. The Age of Extinction. Was- Michael Bay direct all of them so far? He directed the five movies, and then, like, Bumblebee, they came out, like, a few years With later. With Cena? Yeah, that wasn't him. That was somebody else, I think. Those movies were all long, too, dude. Like, most, like, movies that are, like, series, I feel like, are pretty lengthy films most of the time. In action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, yeah, a lot of those, like... I mean, even look at the runtime, you know, like, Star Wars and Harry Potters and... Especially Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. They're classic. Just everything's like, we gotta get all this shit in here. So, yeah, I mean... Harrison Ford taking up the mantle. Now, he did always say overall, and I think I'm not trying to talk bad about his, uh, I mean, he like I'm sure he loved the Han Solo role, but he always did say that he was preferential to Indiana Jones than Han Solo um, yeah. playing it. And I'm sure part of that is also he's the real franchise player in fucking Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. So why wouldn't he want, you know, it's all on him. Um, where Star Wars has got like a lot of main and Han, great you know, characters, kind of like a little more of like a tragedy bomb in ways than Indy. Like Indy's like the real badass of the film the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like Han's kind of like a little, a little bit of just an asshole, just yeah. an asshole and shit a lot. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to help us up. He's not like the hero hero. He but gets he to play sort of the anti-hero yeah. on the hero side. Um, but Indy's like just his own, you know, he's like his own dude, but he's just, he's a bad son of a bitch, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like all the shit that he's done, just being like an archaeologist, like he's, you know, he's had a lot of cool ass moments. It's like you should be dead like 80 times, dude. Mm. <laughs> he survived that fridge, man. Yeah. King of the Crystal Skull, yeah. Fucking explosion. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn. They blew up that city of fake people in that little village. <laughs> just just fucking flew in that fridge. <clears throat> Down that hill and shit. 
I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to watch this again though. The uh, fucking they had cool scenes in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull though. Like the the car chase scene was dope. Oh yeah, that was a really oh, yeah. cool scene. How there would was, you like, cool stuff? How would you rank them if you had to rank the indies? Hmm. Temple of Doom might be my favorite. I'm gonna go two one. It's hard between three and four, and I know a lot of people are like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Last Crusade's a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, and I'm like, over Raiders? What? I mean, I'm well, and not that it isn't just. T- I was thinking that too because I'm like, I think I like Temple the most, or or Raiders, but I'm like, I kind of. Raiders is really, really good, though. But I'm like, but at no point... Raiders could easily be my favorite, depending upon, like, what I'm feeling. But I feel like Temple, overall, yeah, might be my favorite. But it's, at the same time, there were, I don't think there's really ever been a point where, like, I thought Crusade was, was better than, you know... Those two. Either one of those two, yeah. yeah. Um, overall, but it might be a better film overall than four. I don't know. Um, yeah, but four, I, it's just like, I four guess was the nostalgia awesome. of just it coming out like kind of in my childhood and that era of time and it was the only seeing one. it around there and getting it like from a fucking movie rental place when it was a new release. Have and, to see this one in theaters then because otherwise yeah. it's the only need that we're going to be able to. Yeah, they're not making another one. No fucking I thought way. Mutt was sick as a kid too. Shia's character in that. Yeah. And Ford. Yeah, they had a lot of funny moments, I thought. I don't know if they had problems on set or what. Yeah. Uh, I've, I'd heard that he... I didn't know how reliable the information was, but I thought that... Uh, I thought that like they had said that Harrison Ford got annoyed by him or something. Or yeah, he burned some bridges back in his day. Yeah. That's for sure. But yeah, I thought Ford was honestly an enjoyable as hell film. Mm-hmm. But probably like, I guess I'll give three the benefit of the doubt for now and put it at third in Kingdom 4. But on a rewatch, that might change. Who knows? Yeah. That list could change. What about you? I was debating on even ranking them in the way they came out at first. I was like, that might be how they, how it is. Mm-hmm. But. I might be a little more I leaning towards Temple. I probably, um, it would probably be about the same. Ultimately, I, I would probably put, before, upon rewatching them again, I would probably put four is number four, three and number three, though, and I, I kind of flip back in, in fourth between, you know, like, it's almost like my personal like guilty pleasure favorite is temple of doom but like the movie that's like i know that's you know a legendary picture and like and the thing is you look at in a lot of these movies that have been uh you know nationally registered or whatever like in the you know i'm saying like a film like a lot of those class movies are in there even the sequels and stuff like you know indiana jones and the temple of doom the last crusade like they even the sequels like they still get a lot of respect and everything too 
Um, but those movies, like, they're sequels, but they're also all different adventures every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a and story. Just mm-hmm. same, same, like, Same character, yeah. yeah. And uh, some of the same characters sometimes. But mainly just, like, you can just count on Indy being yeah. the guy. So it's, like, it's almost, like, my personal, to me, like, favorite, like, it's Temple is, like, that, that sort of fun one. But uh, at the same time, I'm, like, I know... I just feel like the storytelling was fucking just grade A in in Raiders too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was it was all time. Um, as well as Harrison Ford, like per, just his performance in that character. Anyway, I mean that was like something. Like he's been in two major franchise player like major franchise player like roles and shit. Yeah, and like. That's pretty fucking dope, you know. And he was I mean, doing he's been in a like, lot of big movies. Two but. of them, he was doing them at, like the same time, practically. Yeah, it's like Jesus. Pretty much where Star Wars left off is where he picked up with Indy. And he actually, uh, Empire. They were they were a New Hope and Empire in, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in eighty one. Yeah. So that was before Return of the Jedi. He was Mr. Badass by the time Return of the Jedi came out. He was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. He I wanted them to just kill him off. Yeah. But anyway, no, I uh, I definitely anticipate it'll be... It'll be a fun one, I think. And it's... I mean, Lord knows we've been waiting a long time for them to make it fifth one. Because there was talk... I remember him coming on like Conan like years ago... And and him talking, he's like, oh, fifth Indiana Jones movie stuff. He's like, oh yeah. And Harrison Ford was acting weird during the interview. I don't know if that was just him trying to be funny or what, but um, he does that kind of shit. I feel like yeah. I've seen him act weird, like I don't know why in public multiple times. Um, like in videos of just different shit, like. I honestly would say, though, it's a little underrated, probably, just slightly. Because you don't, you know, like, oh, new Indiana Jones coming out, him doing all this, it this stuff, age. but him doing it at 80 years old, it's like, damn. And you know, because he's even made comments like this before, I'm not doing it, kind of like how Willem Dafoe was about it. He's like, I'm not doing it, like, if it's going to be a bunch of, you know, bullshit and, like, CGI or other people, like, doing my stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. he probably did most of the stuff. Like, they probably just figured out ways for him to do most of what he had to do. Um, but, I mean, I anticipate he's going to be badass Indiana Jones still just as an old man. You know what I mean? Or even if I could even see the story being like, okay, it's just it's slower. Like, we don't see him get into too much of the shit yet. But then we eventually see it because, I mean, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And this is if, it, if this is his last go-around, which it probably will be, you know, we gotta see that. We gotta see all-time badass indie. Yeah. Taking care of business again. So. One last time. Yeah. I think... I think John Williams said that... If I'm not wrong, I think he said that that was the last movie he was gonna score. Hmm. Maybe. That'd be insane. Wouldn't it? Um, He's like one of the biggest ones. 
I feel but like he's a old lot of those too. Composers, it's like he's old. I just figured they would do it till they died. He's old because they're like there's been the same composers that have been in most of like legendary films that we know. So like a few big names that you hear in a lot of shit. Honestly, I'm just gonna pull it up anyway just to confirm that he's even doing it because I don't even know for sure. I'll be honest. You would think he would be though, right? Scoring it. Yeah. Yeah. He has to be. If fucking Harrison Ford can come back, he can come back. Jesus Christ. The Last Crusade. What do you think the best name is? First two are the strongest. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. That's such a... Temple of Doom sounds fucking eerie. Pulls you in. Like, oh, fuck. John Williams is doing it. It's gotta be. Wouldn't be any Indiana Jones without him. No, it definitely wouldn't be. Um, June 30th, yeah, that's what you said. God damn. Be good times. I know. I, it's it's going to be up there. When is this Scream movie supposed to release? I don't know. He's in, like, Ghostface is in, like, New York City or something now. Oh, yeah. They're switching it up. Uh, there's a lot of movies that I'm interested in seeing this year, though. David Gordon Green has taken over The Exorcist this year. That'll be interesting. Don't know if it'll be good or bad, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, after Halloween 2018, which was really solid. Good. Didn't he do Halloween Kills? Too? I mean, he did them all. Yeah, he did all. That was yeah. his trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> but I'm no, interested in that. <laughs> We'll be talking about that here soon. Margot Robbie is Barbie? Come on. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Seth Rogen producing a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Sick. New Willy Wonka? Dope. There's a lot of cool stuff this year. So what is that? So what is that going to be? The Willy Wonka? Is it going to be It's like a young Willy Wonka. Oh, really? It's like a prequel. Who's playing him? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, give it the benefit of the doubt. It's a lot of stuff that could be really good or bad this year, but a lot of stuff that looks intriguing. Yeah, I was looking Evil at Dead your... Rise, another good, like, interesting horror one to come out this year. I was looking at your list earlier. Um... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, man. Yep. That's going to be epic, I think. Spider-Verse, like the Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse movie. The, the sequel, right? Yeah, I believe it's the sequel. Oh, shit. That, should, that was, that first one was so cool. But, yeah. like, can they repeat that? And, I like, that changed a lot of what people did, too. Like, a lot of... Yeah. A lot of animation was just like you know that like broke some new ground for sure in terms of the animation they did. It was, it was so cool done though. Like, 
that you had never really seen anything like that before. Yeah, it's wild looking. Scream five, man. Six. Well, that last one. Scream five, man. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. I don't even know, man. It wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen. I would definitely give most most of these a shot for sure. And they pushed back the date of like the Spider Verse movie like multiple times. Yeah, that was supposed to come out. People were last year for sure. <laughs> That's why, uh, oh man, yeah, I told somebody about that, or no, I didn't tell somebody about that, but I saw fucking somebody react to the news, <laughs> they're like, I'm sick, dog. <laughs> like, it's getting pushed back in a year. <laughs> this baby's sick. <laughs> Just bad fucking... Just like the, we should be over the release dates getting pushed back. The pandemic. Oh my god! They it was a while back. So bad. Dude, nothing was pushed back more than Top Gun Maverick. That was pushed back like two and a half years. It was asinine. We should be past that. That's what I'm saying. We should be moving on with the new releases, and I think by and large they are. Like this past year was a was a much better movie year than like either the last two before then. Yeah. And this year should be dope, too. And this year should be, yeah. Uh, Guardians, it should be a good one. Um, but Indy, one last go-around. Yeah. But so is Guardians, too. I think Drax, I think uh, Batista's done as Drax and everything. He's hilarious sometimes, as Drax. Oh, like, yeah. the laugh. The belly laugh shit when it, like something bad happens to someone. He's like, ah. <laughs> it's like at the worst times always. Yeah. His hue is just terrible. So you said uh, underrated as far as Harrison? Probably. Plenty taking up Indy again at 80? I mean, like, people know that that's happening, but that's not like, I feel like that talked about. Mm hmm. So probably slightly underrated. It's a bold move. But is Indiana Jones? He got hurt and everything, dude. And he's yeah, committed to it for sure. I think they're gonna give us a younger Indian parts. Actually, I think that's what's being rumored. Like they did the, some of the de aging to him. Oh yeah, they can do that so easily now and make it look realistic. It's expensive to do the de aging, but I mean, movies like that have a lot of yeah. fucking money. I don't know what the budget for it was, but I assume a lot because Disney owns it now. <clears throat> Yeah, if it's done by Disney, they can do anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> um, what do you got next? Switching it up, but what do you think about iced coffee? Oh, it's flame, man. I like iced coffee, and I like uh, and I like regular coffee. And there's I'm a hot times, coffee guy. Even in, when I get it from places like lattes, got to be hot. Really? Do you do you like do you, I mean do you like I uh, do drink iced coffee. Do you like frappuccinos and stuff like that? Yeah, that's the thing. Like most coffee, like I guess those are dessert kind of drinks are yeah. good. Like, but that and that's the thing. It's like those. That's not really even a call. Like it's I'll get in iced the coffee, coffee family. Like the frappes, but. Yeah. 
whenever people get all this crazy shit and chocolate chips and whipped cream and sear up all it is good shit. sometimes but it's, it's not good coffee. but it's not a no it's not a coughing anymore it's i mean you just assassinated it with 14 different kinds of fucking dessert yeah if that's what you get addicted to that's not good that's a money hole for sure uh especially starbucks that often yeah every but day. like there is some good shit but even frappes like those are awesome but i don't know man like i really I enjoy iced coffee for sure. I don't. I don't know if I really I'd say like have nine a... times out of ten I'd get hot coffee, but there is some times where I'm like, if I'm at a like restaurant or at a mm. you know drive through somewhere, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do an iced coffee today. Yeah, and it is good most of the time, especially if you get it from somewhere. But it, they do seem like just less like coffee to me sometimes. I just feel like I'm not. I don't get that coffee kick from it that I want. Yeah, well, because you also get it, like, like kind of sweet for, like, just being steaming, like, first thing in the morning, yeah. you know, too, so, like, it all kind of goes together, um, but, you know, I, like, I enjoy regular coffee and iced coffee, I don't really, I guess I go through phases, too, where I'm like, iced coffee sounds really good, but I don't really drink regular all that consistently, either. No, I probably energy drink it up a lot just to out of the I do out of the sheer quite a bit this time of year out of the sheer easy fact that you just you know grab one it's like that's your drink for the day or whatever the fuck yeah I do and that, that gives you the boost too yeah um uh, but I but I think it's gotten over too I still think like. Cough, regular coffee's not going away regardless, so no matter how popular iced coffee gets, it's still the underdog in this fight because, <laughs> ev- like, everybody fucking has, a, you know, a coffee pot and everything, or a Keurig, or whatever, what have you, and uh, it's not like that's gonna go away, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know a lot of people, like, don't drink coffee. Yeah. But... Yeah, I just, like, this time of year, I usually will drink an energy drink at work, like, most of the week during the summer, because I just don't want coffee when I'm working outside in the summer, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, that doesn't even seem appealing. But, I'll still drink it, like, on the weekends, but, like, this time of year, I'll drink coffee, like, a couple days going to work and on the weekends, so I drink, like, three to four times a week, usually, three to four days a week. Just like some nice Folgers in a coffee pot. Oh, good yeah. shit. That black silk, that's some good shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like Folgers is, you know, pretty pretty damn cheap. Mm-hmm. You get a you big get ass a tub of it, and it's not bad. No, it's <laughs> not. It really isn't. Like, it's the classic, like, coffee roast. <laughs> yeah. It's like that and Maxwell House have been around yeah. fucking forever. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Folgers, <laughs> what's up, Saul? <laughs> Smash that shit! That, that was so bad. Fucking hurt! All hot as hell. I mean, that's leaving third degree burns <laughs> on you and cutting the hell out of your face. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like somebody fucked you up with a coffee pot, man. <laughs> Pineapple Express. You know, yeah. <laughs> I know. Probably overdue, to be honest with you. It's, yeah. it's such a it's a badass one right there. Um, 
Yeah, it is pretty funny. It's kind of hard there. Uh, All the time. And I, I I really dig a fucking uh, an iced coffee now and then too. So it it kind of it kind of comes and goes. Like there'll be days in a row where I'll make regular coffee, or I'll make, or I'll grab a couple things of iced coffee or whatever, and just like drink that for a while. But yeah, they're definitely kind of different. Like it feels like it gives you that that kick. It's more random and kind of uh, you don't expect it whenever it's with iced coffee because you expect that sometimes. Like I, I don't know about everybody else, but I like. You know, that regular coffee hits you, and after a while, you're like, oh, damn, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty much everyone, I think. That's what I'm saying. And, like, so you gotta fucking go. And that's what I'm saying. And the iced coffee, like, yeah, I guess you get that, but you don't get it the same way. That's why it's almost, like, surprising whenever it hits you that way, because you're like, oh, shoot. Like, like the hotness kind of just makes everything flow through you quicker. I feel like when I get coffee from places, too, like, lattes or just like even iced coffees and shit like that it like i get the jitters a lot more than if i like will make some shit you know out of a pot at home i don't know if it's because i'm like just more used to that or if it's just like i don't know all the fucking different kinds of bullshit sugars and creams and all the shit in there and pumps or whatever it's like fucks me up sometimes my stomach kind of hurts i'm like jittering i'm like jesus christ like this was good but i don't know if i drank it too quick or what the fuck's going on (laughs) wasn't worth seven bucks to get a stomach ache and fucking have the shakes (laughs) iced coffee though yeah i feel like it is kind of a hit craze a lot of people are into it yeah there's a lot of iced coffee drinkers out there yeah yeah I wouldn't say more um, than regular. Because, like, because once again, because even though some people, oh, like, a lot of people get different things, but it's, like, once again, a lot of those different things they get from Starbucks and places like so are not coffees. They're, like, shakes. They're all these things with a fuckload of other things in them. And I'm not saying, like, that shouldn't exist either, you know, or whatever, but, like, they just have a variety of different stuff. It's like stuff. a coffee treat. But it's not just a, co- you know, yeah, it's not just that. Um, so, I think there's still love for iced coffee and shit, too. Uh, I would probably say fair, overall. For yeah. iced coffee. I like, I like drinking both of them, but I don't drink either one of them every day, by any means. It is, coffee in the morning's fucking good though. Yeah, it's nice. it sounds really like fresh, like too even on like a cold morning or like really any morning though, like first thing in the morning it just sounds so good too. You're it's like fresh pretty out early. Of the pot, pour a oh, cup yeah. in the mug. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I'd, I'd throw an old fair on it. Yeah, that's fair. What do you got? My next one. All right, well, let's throw it back to some old football. (laughs) All right, how about the Miami Dolphins this season? They've got a big game. I like the Dolphins a lot, man. I liked them really before this season, like... I thought Tua was exciting. Like, it was an exciting aspect to be adding to the team this year. I'm like, mm. oh, like, it was a lot of 
could be, and I think he performed really well. He just had some injuries, you know. He had like those couple concussions, and I mean, with oh, the, he looked banged up. With the modern like, you know, standards and regulations of the NFL too, like you can't really get away with playing with too many concussions a season. So like some shit's gonna have to change with his game, but overall he performed really well this year. And Tyreek Hill blew it up down there, and Jalen Waddle blew it up, and the running game was good. Like the offense was really solid. But it like, cause they went on like a five or six game win streak, and then they just fell apart. Mm-hmm. That was the issue. Like I don't know what happened, but they lost like five of their last six games or four of their last five or something. Dude's bell got rung. <clears throat> so they don't have a lot of momentum coming in. Yeah. Tua's been out the last couple of weeks. They very easily could be a one and done, you know, in the playoffs this year. But I think that there's like, if Tua could stay healthy and they can keep a lot of those guys on the team for a few years, like, it could be a pretty bright future, you know? Mm hmm. I think that they're not going to, like, go away after It would this be year. cool to see them put up a fight. Because it's not just an automatic Bills win, even though it feels that way whenever you ask people. And like, but if you if you're being honest too, it just it looks like the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs all have just a fuckload of momentum going into this. You know what I mean? Like just after the seasons, after the convincingly they are good seasons that they've all had. You know what I mean? And the Bengals coming in with like, you know, probably the most steam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they and, and the Chiefs, you know, like Patrick Mahomes very easily, like, and not not saying like that they're the same player, they're gonna put up the same stats, but just like persona wise and how they run the NFL wise, Mahomes could be the next Brady in that aspect. He like he's not gonna be going away anytime soon. The Chiefs aren't gonna be going away anytime soon. It doesn't really matter who's around him on the team. He's putting up crazy numbers, and they're winning fucking 14 games a season. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like they're going to be a team that's going to be in there for years to come, and they're oh, yeah. always going to be a top contender. So they're never one you can count out. They're a viable option to, to win this thing all over again. Yeah. For sure. And they really have been ever since uh, they did win. But yeah, the Bengals, they they got a lot of momentum. The Bills are they're a fucking solid unit. Yeah. All around. Well and Josh Allen can have just a fucking The AFC is gonna be a tough playoff picture. Yeah. Some of those games. So what do we got? The Seahawks versus the Niners. How do you think that's gonna fare? I think the Niners got a shot this year. They I'm not saying that they're going four. to win it all, but like Brock Purdy's looked solid. He's he's like five or six and oh as a starter. They finished really strong. And the Jags host the Chargers. Yeah, the Jags won the South this year. But man, both the South divisions this year were just terrible. Yeah. Just horrible. The AFC and the NFC. It was rough. <laughs> just rough. 
and Brady like they won it, and I'm pretty sure they did finish with a with an eight and nine record. Yeah, it wasn't a great year. The Cowboys the twelve and five divisions. That's gonna be the main event weekend of the or main event uh, game of the weekend, the last one. Cowboys at Bucks. That's gonna be an interesting one. Let's go Cowboys. <sighs> Fuck no, man. <laughs> They're gonna piss in their cereal. Dak's gonna have to turn some shit on, man. He's had, he's been looking a little rough coming into this whole playoff picture this year. Like his last few weeks, he's he's thrown like eight picks in six games or something. And I mean, he had he's had a pick six in each of the last two weeks. That's not good. No. Especially coming into the playoffs, it's like, man. Something's got to get turned back on here. I don't know if your timing's off or what's happening. <laughs> but you can't be throwing a pick six against the Bucs in the playoffs and expect to be winning the game. So it no. depends on what Cowboys team shows up. But they have been dominant in other times this year. So like, there's been games where they've just killed teams. And then games that they lost to teams where I'm just like, how the fuck? Is this happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's... It'll depend on what team shows up. Same for the Bucks, really. I've seen the Bucks have some pretty damn good games, and I've seen the Bucks just... Brady throwing picks, and nobody fucking getting open, and the running game's getting nothing, and it's just like... This is an ugly-looking fucking performance. You know, so like either of the teams, it really depends on what team comes. It does. To party. Yeah. It's like. Because we know what Tom Brady and the Bucks can do at their best, like some of those receivers, Godwin, Evans, you know. Um, but they have struggled to put much of anything together consistently all year long. You know what I mean? They've had some, some really good outings, but it's it's not been the consistent team that's pretty dominant. You no. know what I mean? With the defense and with it's just it's we're waiting for them to get it together and get it you know get it together and shit but it's just it never it never really felt like it happened you know what I mean yeah um then again I mean you still see some of his great like some of the greatness shine through and everything so you know he's capable of carrying the team still and and fucking you know putting forth an effort but. I don't know, man. It, it just not having that reliable of a of a road into the playoffs. It doesn't exactly sit well and make you confident about the teams they're going to have to face in order to make this happen. You know what I mean? Granted, they are on the NFC side and not the AFC. And like a lot of these young, hungry, like these guys on the AFC side, like they're going to fucking like we're going to know real quick who's for real about this shit. And, and if we're right. To any extent, the Bills and Bengals move on. I mean, you know, because I'm sure they're both like, especially after everything that happened with uh, Demar Hamlin. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they'll know. run into each other. I think in the divisional, not this get not the wild card round, but I think if they both win their games this week, they might play next week. And then if the Chiefs keep winning, then they'll meet. Yeah, the Chiefs beat play them. the winner of. I guess the Jags Chargers game. Yeah. Oh god, they're gonna assassinate whoever wins that game. 
They're gonna just punish them. <laughs> we'll see. It's the playoffs, man. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Hey, the Bengals evidently have the Chiefs number, so. Yeah. Burrows beat them every time so far. So far. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can Josh Allen win the big one? That's, That's the, question. the question. Yeah, he's. It I is. Mean, he's had some great years, but it's. He's he's ran into problems with Mahomes every time, so it's like, what yeah. are we gonna do? Yeah. Where in this equation does somebody falter? You know what I mean. Assuming, at least even on the AFC side, that the content the top contenders, and I'm you know we might be wrong. We could be sound like idiots in days whenever we see the outcome of all this shit, but like. Out of the Bills, you know, Bengals and Chiefs, it's like you just feel like one of those. What you would think would make it all the way to the Super Bowl. I mean, they're the front runners for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting because all three, I feel, can beat each other. Yeah, the AFC's tough, man. The NFC's going to be a. a I feel like a it's, battle for sure, too, it, though. The it, NFC it's gonna side is going to be some. Battles of games. Yeah. The FC, like, I could potentially see some games getting blowouts, or it could maybe not be that way. It could be yeah. played real tight, good games. Like, you don't know until it's happening. So that's what I mean. Like, you can't even count the Dolphins out against the Bills in Buffalo. You think the Niners are just going to fucking wreck the Seahawks? <sighs> I think they're gonna. I think they'll beat them by. You know. I think they'll beat them by at least ten. I don't think yeah. it'll be a single-digit score game. But who knows? Like I said, I don't want to talk shit and sound like an idiot because this is the playoffs. <laughs> so like, Gi- We also got Giants and Vikings. Yep. The nine. And that could be a good game, dude. The Giants. They were surprising this year because they came out of nowhere because they've been shit for many years. Oh, yeah. And nobody expected much out of them this year. So The 13-4 and four Vikings and the 9-7-1 and one Giants. That new coach, Saquon Barkley, Jones has honestly been tearing it up. This is such a fun weekend, though, because like there's six fucking games. Yeah. It's like, it's a huge stacked. There's teams obviously being left out of it, but we'll see them next week. Um, but it's going to be fun. It's, it's always fun. It's always really fun because there's so many teams still in. Mm-hmm. Who are the teams that are out then? The number one and two seeds. The Chiefs? The Chiefs and the Eagles. The Chiefs and the Eagles. That's it. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's okay. just one yeah. team on each side that gets okay. a bye. Is this Eagles team still the same Eagles team that was as good as they were? I mean, we'll see if they can hold up in the playoffs, but Hurts had a fantastic year. You can't take that away from No, sure. no, and he I liked Hurts. stellar year. Yeah, he really did. Brown he's... had a giant year, probably the biggest he's had in his whole career. Because, I mean, he's been a big prospect, but, like, he kind of – Never really took off until this year, it seemed like. So he was on the Titans and shit and just <laughs> But 
I think they got, I mean, they got a chance. It could come down to them and the Niners, maybe. Like, we'll see, though. I'm, I'm saying it's Cowboys, Bengals. No, that's that. That'd be, that'd be a hope. If it, if it was exactly the way I wanted to play out, it'd be like Cowboys, Dolphins in the Super Bowl. And that ain't happening. So. No. Why not? <laughs> so what did you say about the Dolphins then this season? I think they've, I think it's fair overall for them. I mean, they had, they had a good year. People were kind of doubting Tua coming in this year. He did a lot of things people didn't think he could do, injuries or not. They ended up with a lot of wins. They played Buffalo really well the first time they played them in Buffalo. And it was like snowy and stuff. That's not Miami's environment usually. And they still played them really close. So that's props. But, I mean, you know, I think eventually analysts shut their mouths about it. Because they, they were winning. And they kept winning. And I mean, they made the playoffs. So you can't really say... They're underrated because they're in the playoffs. Regardless, you can't take that away from them. They made that. That's yeah. more than most the teams made. So yeah, At least in this sport. Yeah. Where you actually got to earn it, you know. <laughs> you don't just got to show up to get in the playoffs. Yeah, the NFL, it's pretty tight playoff picture usually. So I'd say fair for the Dolphins this year. Hopefully next year they can... Further progress. I know nobody had, everybody had such an up and down year because there was just so much, you know, nobody could really, not nobody, but a lot of teams just could not gain the ground that they normally were used to gaining. Like, those three teams stayed pretty solid, though. That's the thing. Like, that's why I keep going back to them. And, like, then again, we don't know either. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that it's going to be one of those teams that even wins the bowl. Like, they still got to play all these matchups. But yeah. only obviously one of them can, so it's it's gonna be interesting to see who who runs into who and how it's all gonna work out. All right, so we can just segue right into mine because we'll stay on the same topics anyways. But uh, what do you feel about the switch it up here? What do you feel about the twenty twenty two twenty three Minnesota Vikings chance? <laughs> or they're uh, just them overall this year. I've heard a lot of mixed feelings about some people, man. Some people say that they feel like they're the weakest 13-win team that they've seen. Yeah. Because, I mean, they've they've won a lot of games, but they've also won a lot of games by, like, one score or less. Yeah. And they've some of the games they've lost, they got blown out. The game I, even against the Colts, they got blown out by the Colts till they came back. I definitely think that they might be the weakest thirteen and four team, or like, or you know, the weakest top, like one of the top seeds. Yeah. Now that being said, I think they probably beat the Giants. But I'm gonna say the Vikings are maybe a little overrated. I'm not saying – I don't know if Kirk Cousins, at the end of the day, he gave Justin Jefferson, like, some of the best fucking stats 
yeah. the receivers can have. But can he year. contend with some of these other people when this really is on the fucking line? I mean, when this really... I don't know. He can't play in primetime. Matters. So. so I'm going to say, and I'm not saying they've had a bad... You know, clearly they've had a tremendous season if they finish 13-4. and four. And they're where they're at, and they're hosting this first playoff game and everything. But in terms of the big picture of this playoff picture, and I could sound dumb, like depending on how they how they go, we'll see. But there's certain teams that I just I do not see the Vikings being able to beat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they could have some struggles against some of these teams for sure on their side. I think they'd struggle against the Bucks, the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Yeah. Depending on the matchup, for sure. Like it. But, I mean, the Vikings have proven, too, with some of their comeback wins and some of the things they've done this year, that they can shoot out with some of the best teams, you know? Like, they can come from behind. Kirk Cousins can sling the ball, and they can make things happen, you know? Yeah. So... They're not a team to be counted out, but they've they have had some sloppy performances, especially near the end of the season and times when they were like you. Same with the Cowboys, it's pissed me off. Where it's like you got to ride that momentum to the end. Like if you've been a stellar team all year and then it just looks like you're slipping going in the playoffs, that's not a good sign. So probably a little overrated though, huh? That's what I'm going to say, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be an exciting first weekend, though. Some matchups. i got to try oh, yeah. to catch some games. Six fucking games, dude. What do you think happens between the Chargers and the Jags? The Jags are actually hosting that, but the Chargers had a better record. 10-7. and seven. The Jags have been on a fucking run lately. I'm going with the Jags. That's maybe a bold prediction, but that, you know, you got to have a, at least one bold prediction in the playoffs. I could see. The Trevor, thing dude, is, they've Robert, been on a run. Robert's really good, too, and, like, he can be, but it's like he's he's not really proven that he's. People still want to put him into that conversation, but he's, he's kind of struggling to maintain, I feel like, his status is. On the, the what, level of some of these other. Is what. Sort of Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes. Well, it's, he's he's fantastic, and his numbers don't lie. But yeah. it's, he hasn't shown up in the situations that some of these other guys have shown up and proven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Burrow and Mahomes specifically, them two have proven like in clutch scenarios in big games when it's needed to happen, like they can make things fucking happen and get to where the team where they need to be. Josh Allen's absolutely an incredible athlete and has I've like some of the passes he's thrown that are just right on the money, I'm like, this guy's insane. But you know, like we were talking about a minute ago, he's kinda yet to even prove on the aspect of Burrow and Mahomes his level of being able to bring it at the very time that it matters, you know? Yeah. Well, and Burrow, like, I mean, last year was kind of the first year he was really making his mark like, yeah. with that. But, I mean, he, he, got he did beat the, the Chiefs before. in a huge fucking game. So, it's like, you know, you can't take that away from him. In Kansas City. Yeah. 
So I, I I'm I'm pumped honestly for it. Uh, so you see, yeah, I was gonna say, so you said Minnesota that wraps the good, the bad, the shits, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. I would not mind seeing the Jags win that game. Um, but I, I do like the Chargers, too. It's I been a long while since the Jags have been in the playoffs, too, so it'd be mm-hmm. cool to see them kind of stick around for a second. Some of these teams might get squashed, too. But then again, you don't know, because sometimes you're expecting the gameplay to go one way, and it's just completely, you know, nothing like that. Yeah. Or, like, they'll play each other really close. That's what's cool about the playoffs. But the thing about the NFL playoffs, too, it's so heartbreaking as a fan, if you're invested in a team, is you're one and done. So if your team's just not fucking bringing it that game, you're like, Jesus Christ, you're done. This is it. What the fuck are you doing? I've experienced that many of times in my life. So, but I still love the playoffs, man. It's an exciting time. Really fun with football because it's just like the pressure is on and it's all on the line because it is the one game and it's just like who's gonna come out on top? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's all or nothing. It's everything. <coughs> so but, exciting. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pumped and it should be a fun weekend. Um, well, damn, ladies and gentlemen, that's probably probably getting near a wrap here. Yeah. Um, as it gets late, as the hour grows fond, <laughs> or late, <laughs> so, it's a yonder, something yeah. like that. <laughs> the hour goes yonder. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, this has been uh, our first episode of 2023, number 68. Um, so. It's honestly been great to be back and everything the same way. We haven't uh, done even a regular featured episode in like a couple now, I guess. Oh. So, been a minute. But uh, yeah, we you know we came out with a pretty pretty uh, strong outing for this first edition of the new year, and there will soon be guests to follow up, and we'll just kind of go forward from there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so. Keep rolling in the new year. And we'll be hitting 70 here pretty soon. 70 years old. Geriatric. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, hopefully everybody's, uh, taking care of themselves, having a terrific, outstanding 2023 so far. I know it's been, uh, it's been pretty good to me overall. It's been so long far. as hell. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's uh, there's always new possibilities and new things to tackle. Some of those are always goals from the previous fucking year. So there's a lot of shit I'm sure for all of us to get to. But uh, hopefully everybody's taking care out there and uh, staying warm. You know it's getting fucking cold, especially if you're listening. It's in Missouri. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's always cold. <laughs> I don't mind it, man. <laughs> This it's month shit. has not been fucking even cold. No, no! Well, that's what I'm saying. If it stays like this, or if, if it, it stays like this, to, I'm going to start getting worried for the fucking health or, of everyone. Or if it doesn't, uh, if it doesn't, but this is what I'm saying, like, if it doesn't get to 10 again, or negative any of that, <laughs> especially, yeah. or even in the, thir- like, if it's, like, 30s, 40s even, that's not, like, the worst, but some of this extreme temp shit is fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. 
I'm not bought that anybody's preferential to that versus any fucking kind of weather. It's, you know, it's shit. But, uh, hey, some of these football games are going to be played in some crazy bullshit. They have <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, Buffalo. That, that weekend where it was really, really cold here, they, um, it was really cold everywhere. Buffalo. cold as shit. Nobody's going to have to play in Green Bay. Um, ouch. Yeah, Buffalo's going to get cold. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, I'm fucking... KC it's winter time. It's cold. If it's, if, I mean, if the weather changes in Missouri, KC could get cold. But yeah, the main uh, one of the big things. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of movies coming out, but for sure, one of the big things is football playoffs. For sure, I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Hot wings, fucking <laughs> yeah, all the snacks, all the games, beer, <laughs> binge it. Yeah. I can't, oh man, I hope I can catch some this weekend. I'm going to try my damnedest. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, once again. Could get me in trouble. Do what? It could get me in trouble, but. Yeah. I'm going to try to catch some games. <laughs> oh, you definitely, you definitely have to. You gotta! <laughs> um. Well, fuck. Alrighty. Well, we'll close it out, and we'll see everybody next time on episode number 69. <laughs> <laughs> The world in my hands, I make a spin on my finger I'm a critical thinker, I'm a hell of a smoker And a bit of a drinker, hell your name Yeah, your name is unimportant yeah. We in the valley of the beast Yeah, yeah she thinks about abortion